to episode 19 of X to Interact. I'm Sam, and today I'm joined by Steven and Gaff. What's up? Ar- or Eric is not with us today. Uh, R.I.P. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's doing. I think he may have made may have died. Um, on the moon. Remember, if you are listening or watching, uh, you can help us out by rating, leaving a comment, and most importantly, subscribing on whatever sir, or whatever platform you are currently viewing this on, whether it's YouTube or Spotify or wherever else you may get your podcasts. Um, also, follow us on Twitter to keep updated. Uh, we're at X2Interact underscore. That is all caps. Not entirely sure if all caps even matters, but that is X2Interact underscore on Twitter. Um, and if you have feedback slash suggestions or a question or any of the above, uh, feel free to send us an email and you might get shouted out on the next episode of the podcast um, or on Twitter or something like that. But the email is x to interact podcast at gmail.com. Fantastic. But enough of that. Let's kick it off with the news. Boop, boop, boop. This week, the first news story, which is brought to you by me, Sam, is the Anna Perna Indie Game Showcase. <laughs> Anna Perna had a showcase on when this last week it was twenty ninth, <laughs> July twenty ninth. That there's the date. <laughs> they showed off a lot of games. They also talked about a lot of games they couldn't talk about yet. Uh, in entertaining ways, at least. Um, they didn't just... I don't know. I, I, I thought the whole thing was at least entertaining, even if they didn't necessarily show a game. Um, but, yeah, so let's go through the games. We got The Artful Escape, uh, which is releasing on September 9th. We got A Memoir <laughs> Blue, which I don't think has a release date yet. Um, we have Storyteller, which this one, this one's a, I, I'm going to get this game for sure. Um, okay. I think, I mean, I, I don't remember if this is the one of the ones that was on Game Pass or not, but there were several um, games throughout this showcase that are going to be on Game Pass on day one, which is freaking awesome. I- yeah. Nice. Um, um, now, are you? Or do you want to just go through each one after the fact, uh, or if you just ones you're interested in? I was gonna shout out ones I was interested in, and then I'll ask you guys if anything spoke to you. Okay. Um, but yeah, Storyteller was one of the ones that spoke to me. I really liked it. It looked like a creative type of like puzzly and puzzly game with stories. Um, so. That was that was pretty cool, and that's the one where you like are given a title, and then you have to move around different objects to make like a storybook of to fit the title. Looked pretty interesting. Um, oh uh, yeah. Um, Ark is saying then, that your mic has a little bit of static. Just uh, I'm not sure what it is, but just doesn't really. Mine does. Like, yeah, a little bit. I just here and there. Not no not crazy. idea what that would yeah, be. I don't know connection thing maybe um 
yeah, the storyteller looks really cool, man. Uh, yeah. It's where you drag and drop the cartoons or whatever. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, that's cute. Um, then we had Neon White, which I... Oh, this one... Uh, Donut County developer, right? Cool, but I don't... Yes, yes, Donut County. And it's coming this year. They didn't give a specific release date. Um, but yeah, this one looked cool. I believe he said he's making it... Um, he, he made Donut County for kids and, and adults and or like an easy game for kids and adults and this one he said he made for freaks i believe during the presentation mm -hmm. um and it's kind of freaky um then skin deep which i don't honestly remember um this one oh I think, I can fix that. Yeah, this is a first-person shooter, it looks like. Oh, yeah, okay. So this was... Okay, yeah, this one looked pretty cool. Um, it looked like you could do a ton of, like, creative stuff with weapons and stuff like that. Like, at one point, he... I believe someone threw a gun at like a button that opened up an airlock and then the because the gun was out of ammo um so he just used it to throw throw like the button to open the airlock and then the enemy got like sucked out um I don't know if it's one I'll pick up but it looked kind of neat so the standouts to you were which ones then the standout to me was definitely uh, a storyteller. Yeah. Out of looks all the ones um, there. Other other than that, I was like, these look like cool indie games, but that was definitely the one that stuck with me. Yeah. Um, what about you, Gaff? Did any stick out to you? Um, what stuck out to me isn't on this list actually, but it's Stray. The yeah, we finally. I I, have we seen anything about Stray uh, since it was revealed at that Sony game event last year in June? I don't think so. Not to my knowledge, and that one, I don't know. That one looks really, really cool, actually. So. When I first saw the video way back, I just, I thought it'd be like a normal cat in a normal world, like in a city. But it has this really cool cyberpunk aesthetic, and the people aren't people, but they have like television screens in his head. Um, yeah, it's really cool. There's a 20-minute gameplay video online, so it's great that they put that out. Um, I also learned that apparently this game has been like, like people knew about this game for years. Um, back when it was like way smaller i guess and now it's ever since it's picked up a lot of steam thanks to it being pretty much being like uh supported by sony that's cool also we learned at the showcase that stray is coming up for not just ps5 but also ps4 and pc so you don't need to own a console to play it which is cool um 100 
Also, another fun fact that I learned is that this game originally, before it got all this like huge buzz, the game was going to be set in some version of Kowloon. Kowloon is a is a district in Hong Kong, which is where I'm from. It's actually where my grandma's from, actually in Kowloon. Um, so that's pretty cool, I guess. Who knows if they'll still keep that connection? I think people were weren't 100 sure. Because, you know, these days, a lot of games don't want any explicit uh, connections. Sorry, any explicit uh, negative PR against China. And there's a whole rabbit's nest. Rab- sorry, rabbit's hole when it comes to Hong Kong and China. So I wouldn't be surprised if they remove that connection. But the fact that it used to be a part of the game, I guess it's cool. Yeah. yeah. The game looked nuts. I, can't, I mean, I believe the kind of funny guys pointed out while they were reacting to it, that it looked just like Uncharted, but you're playing as a cat. And it straight up looked like a Naughty Dog style game with like the parkour and stuff. Yeah, I... I, I kind of get that, right? Um, just a crazy game you wouldn't expect from the theme, right? It kind of doesn't really match like what you typically think a cat game would be, so... That's uh, normally it's they're they're more simplistic. At least the ones that I've known to to come out in the past, either more simplistic or there's just a different tone to them than this. So name, it's cool to see one different. Cat game. Uh, Cat Quest two, fuck one and two, and uh, Cat Lateral Damage. All right, I, I clearly set the bar too low. <laughs> Can't think of a single cat game. No, I, I got three. Uh, and probably more. But, yeah, no, I just think that when you think of the elements separately, it's it's probably a different... They're definitely subverting expectations there. Uh, did you have any other ones that stood out to you, Gaff? Um, I guess a lot of people were hyped about the new Outer Wild stuff. Yeah, they have a new uh, DLC releasing. Um Echoes of the Eye, it was called, I think. And then, did you, did either of you play Outer Wilds? Nah. Nope. The, you get past the flying, and uh, it's a great game. Also hard. Also a hard game. Um, but it's really cool. Uh, yeah, It's definitely a mood, so. That's kind of Annapurna, though, in, in a, like a, a nutshell so yeah. all of the games and the here's the thing with the whole showcase and, and this has been pointed out a lot is like even though i wasn't really seeing as many games it was entertaining so uh i kind of just watched the whole time and be like oh i'm super interested in these creators and what they're doing so that was really cool as far as standouts for me um the artful escape looks really cool um, that one's kind of been in development for a little bit, right? Uh, we've seen previews. This will be like, this will be one of many previews I think we've seen of this. Uh, I think we saw it a couple times at E3, and then now we're seeing it closer to release now with September 9th, so that's kind of cool. Um, another one, obviously, Storyteller looks really cool to me. Uh, we kind of went over that. Neon White, I'm gonna try because 
uh, it's a game for freaks and clearly, clearly fit the bill. So, um, hey, no, it, <laughs> it just, it looks cool, right? Um, so I'll, I'll give it a try regardless. I, I liked the concept of Donut County more than the actual game, personally. Hopefully not, it's not the same here because that looks pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. I was just say the other, the other like. I don't know that the game stuck out, but there was just a cool, cool visual moment. I think it was me a memoir of Blue where she like is in the water, like swimming through. She's like in a bus or something like that, and there's like fishy swimming by. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I'm not even really sure what the rest of the game was. I just remember. Uh, it says. Let's see. Following a mother-daughter relationship, it's a indie game interactive poem about a superstar athlete and familial relationships. Drawn depictions alongside 3D art. Okay, so she's looking, for audio listeners, the, she's looking into a reflection of herself, but it's 2D. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. Okay, this, this game looks really cool, actually. Let me see if I can get a, a visual here. There's there's some really cool visual stuff here. Yeah. So Jellyfish. I'm going to do a play for audio listeners if you hear a little bit. I have you guys on, like, I'm just doing a little bit of the YouTube video here. I don't know. That game makes me look like, makes it, uh, looks like it's going to make me cry, though. So I don't know about that. Oh, that's really cool. Like, it's, they've got it in the scene, and it's, inter like, simultaneously like 2d and 3d kind of thing yeah yeah oh, it's I, definitely gonna make people cry oh man that does seem like a that does seem like a song just the music yeah um that's kind of annapurna though right like i kind of look forward to what they're doing for most of their stuff because i like what they do most of all were they publishers of um edith finch what remains of Edith Finch? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Unfinished Spawn, which I played recently, and it's really good. And really. Cool. I I played a little bit of Unfinished Spawn, and I never got to like. Maybe I just didn't get far enough to get the hook of it, right? Yeah. So that so that game actually technically connects to What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, the the painter, the original painter, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard. Cool this, I don't know. I think both are really cool games, respectively. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Um, Annapurna kind of killing it in in that sense. Uh, I'm excited to see a lot of these games. Do you guys have All anything right. else on that? <laughs> no. Well. I will pass it off to you two for the next probably 50 minutes. Um, we'll, uh, I'll just sit back and enjoy listening to you talk about Halo. <laughs> so um, I don't really have a link per se. More just like uh, I wanted to see, for one, if you had any particular questions that you wanted answered, Gaff or Sam, uh, that I could maybe answer for the listeners here who might be interested 
Well, let me start off by saying, fuck you for getting to play it. <laughs> uh, because first, I was screwed out of getting to play it on Thursday mm-hmm. because Halo Waypoint got shunk to death by everyone trying to do it at once. Same. Understandably, it's not 343's fault, but I just wish I got to play it. Um, and then from Friday to Sunday, sorry, Friday to Monday, I was in, I was on vacation, so I could not play it at all. All I could do was sometimes watch videos of other people playing it. It made me sad. Well, well if it makes you feel better, I had ample opportunity to play it, and I just didn't do it. Waste of clothes. Waste of what a hater, dude. What a hater. Did you even get a beta invite? It's just... What? Did you even... Didn't you get an invite or... Yeah, I did. Why didn't you play it then? <laughs> What's that? Why didn't you play it? <laughs> Listen. Okay, I just got I'm listening. Back from vacation. Okay. I already haven't even played that many... That much games mm-hmm. like since I've been back. I, I finally spent... Mm money on fucking MLB the show because mm, okay. baseball's got its hooks into me again. Right, um, right. So playing that, alright? Right. Can wait. Halo can wait until mm-hmm, it's out mm-hmm, completely mm-hmm. and then I will experience it. Alright, enough of that. Enough of that. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> um, on the bright side though, I am very happy to see and hear that pretty much everyone likes the, the Halo Infinite flight test. Um, which makes me very happy because for so long people have been doubting Halo, rightfully so. So it's good to see that maybe 343 is earning some trust back. Um, what I've... Well, sorry, <laughs> you got something to say? I was going to say Halo's back. Let's let's just okay. get, out, let's get it out of the way. Right, Go ahead. Good, good. <laughs> um, so from what I've seen and what I've read about how they're doing Halo Infinite, it all looks good to me as a longtime Halo player. Um, sprint is barely a movement increase from your normal walking speed, which is great because now they don't have to design the maps around sprint anymore. They can make it a lot tighter. Um, so it's great for map design and balance. Um, they changed the way radar works. I, 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 I'm not surprised if some people don't like it. Personally, I think it's interesting and it's totally acceptable. The fact that you show up on the radar only if you shoot a gun or you sprint. Uh, it makes sense to me. Um, uh, the new guns look cool. The commando and uh, the bulldog. And I forgot, what what's the gun called where you shoot a giant spike? Spike uh, gun. Not yeah, spike gun. Tentative. I know what it's called. <sighs> well, that. Anyways, that the sniper, right? Basically. Yeah. And the heat wave. Those new guns. They look cool. They sound like they work really well. Um, speaking of sound, the sound design for this game is still top-notch. I mean, I thought Halo 5's sound design was also great. I love how all the guns sounded there, so it's great that it's even better here. Like, it sounds so satisfying when you get a kill on someone. I love it. Um, no scope. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, the highlights around your enemy players is... Genius. It's a good touch. It's smart. Um, and even bonus, you can change the color of the, the enemies to whatever you want. So by default, they're red. But I've noticed that the sh- that makes the shields red, 
which mm-hmm. I don't know if I like, but thankfully you can change their color to yellow and you can have what you want. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, the movement's great, the pickups, the grappling hook, it all sounds really, really fun, which is what, at the end of the day, Halo should be. That's the main takeaway. So in so I played about six or seven hours over the weekend, right? Um, every time it was like, one more game. One more game, man. Let's just one more. And it was bots for like most of the weekend. I, I normally get bored of that crap real quick. Um, yeah. Uh, bots for most of the weekend. They started off with um, easy Marine. level, marine level bots. And they were just brain dead. It's whatever. They, they moved like novice players, like really novice players. And so that was kind of cool. And then they bumped it up to ODST, right? And their grenades, I, I don't know. They're just on some next level shit. They're like, here's a grenade from across the map. It bounces on the wall two times, comes back, knocks me out. I wake up and go, oh shit, where did that come from? And I'm dead, right? Um, so yeah, the grenades were insane for ODST. And then they started like, they start snaking and they start team shooting and strafing while they're firing at you. Uh, I'm really impressed with the AI here. Really cool stuff. Um, that was my big takeaway as far as like, obviously it's super fun. Everyone's kind of seen like most of the gameplay, all the trappings, like the audio, everything you would expect from like rose tinted glasses of like some halo experiences that you get, but just, just amped up to a thousand. Right. Also, the name of that sniper arc is said in the chat, Skewer, is what it's called. Ah, befitting. Yeah. Thank nice. you, Ark. Um, so, yeah, and, and obviously, like, hearing that announcer say anything is super hype. Like, like the no-scope, the the multi-kills were really cool. And they got rid of that shitty filter they had on them in Halo 5. It's much yeah. more pure and distilled now. I like it's it. It's got a little more gravitas, you know? So... Um, no, I just, and then you can, you can swap up your AIs and that was kind of cool too. I'm interested oh, yeah. to see what they're going to do with that because they're, they're like contextual, uh, audio as you're going through like, ah, I see you got the skewer time to get some scopes, you know, things like that. Um, so contextual things for, for different situations. They're not, it's not annoying. It's the right balance of like. Hey, nice, n- nice scope or nice scoped kill or nice whatever. Like you're on a streak. That's awesome, kind of thing. Um, so they've got that really, really nailed down, um, and it's just f- fun to play. Um, I want to touch on like the little bit that they let us have for the PvP. Actually, uh, I wish it was longer. I wish they would have just given us the whole day to do it instead of like three hours, maybe. I understand why they didn't, because it was just supposed to be a technical test for, like, the bots or whatever, but um, I everyone was like, oh, this is this is Halo, I love Halo, and it, it really did feel like it, like, using the abilities against, using the grapple was probably my favorite in combination with, like, a gravity hammer, right? Yes. And yes. some of the bots would do it, too, when there was at the Slayer difficulty, or not Slayer, um, Spartan difficulty. Uh, I, dude flies across the map with the gravity hammer and slams on me. I'm like, all right, I can't be mad at that. Uh, <laughs> that's some that's some serious 
AI. And I think they're doing like machine learning or something on the back end where they're seeing what players are doing. And I think this is kind of what that's for is like, they're getting actual player data and feeding it to the bots to see like, Hey, this is what an, a human does in this situation. Let's try to replicate it a little bit and tone it back and forth. So, uh, really, really cool stuff there. Uh, Ark says, I'm interested to see more of the customization in Battle Pass. Yeah, um, so the Battle Pass is really cool the way they're doing it. Um, I wasn't super impressed by that. Uh, just as an off note, I'm sure they'll do a lot more of the front. I don't know, maybe, maybe in the beta they'll show off more of the customization. But it was kind of, the the amount of pieces that you can customize was cool. But, like, the sets, none of them really stood out to me uh, just off the rip. But I'm sure they'll have they'll have ones where you'll want to chase. And the way they have the battle pass, you can just pick and choose where you want versus, um, versus like, having to have the FOMO of not getting through the battle pass and missing out on some cool stuff. So, yeah, Halo's fun. I think it's back. It remains to be seen. Obviously, this is a technical test, but... And there will be more uh, yeah. in the future. Uh, so, um, yeah, obviously, if you haven't signed up, make sure you're on the Halo Insider. Obviously, signed up for, opted in for whatever platform you want, PC or Xbox, and hopefully we can see more people in the next time, especially you, Gaff. Yeah. Um, Sam, quick trivia question. What does ODST stand for? Steven, do you know? It's a uh, orbital oh, drop something something. I know the, the first two. Shock trooper, the right? Drop shock trooper. Be first into hell. That's their motto. Um, I read about some complaints about the Hill Infinite uh, play test that I think are worth mentioning. Some people don't like the swing time for the gravity hammer and also the radius. Mm. That's fair. Um, a bigger complaint I've seen is the UI. 3.3, for some reason, they love their horizontal menus. Uh, the one makes you scroll from left to right instead of from up up and down. Um, uh, it's unfortunate because you can fit much less inf useful information um, if you have a horizontally scrolling menu. Um, I don't know if that's something that they can fix, but that's a, that's a common complaint I've been seeing around. Yeah. Uh, another complaint I've, I've been seeing is performance. So, Steven, mm -hmm. what platform did you play it on? So, I didn't have my PC specs like a dummy. Uh, the DX Diag uploaded, so I didn't get invited to the PC one. And I was like, why wasn't I in there? And it wasn't that. So, um, learn from me. Don't do what I did. I played on the Xbox One X. Uh, okay. And performance, so they, they cap it at 30. They, the... It was 30 frames at 4K um, for the 1X, which was kind of surprising. I would have preferred the 1080-60 split, but technical test, I suppose. Um, and it actually, I rarely had drops on it. When it first started, for some reason, uh, I had a few like hiccups. And, and just anecdotally, like performance... I, I don't know. It's it's hard because Halo's always been like a 60 FPS thing for me. So to have it at 30 was kind of jarring. But um, other than that, uh, 
I didn't really have any visual bugs. I did run into almost every match. It would disconnect me from the server at the end. Oh. Uh, so that was, uh, it was whatever. Cause it just recorded this stuff, but it was just a bug, you know? Um, yeah. Ark is saying in the chat, uh, his PC performance wasn't great to be honest. And that's what I'm hearing echoing throughout. Uh, looks like it could definitely use some optimization on the PC side. AMD was having a driver's issue that they, they had people do like push an update and un install the update. And I guess that solves some of it, but across the board, like, um, and at least very bare minimum from arc, I heard that the PC performance wasn't super stellar. Yeah. I re I've seen, um, reports of people with like 30 series cards getting 60 to 90 FPS. When mm. it should have been way higher. Oh yeah. So, yeah, hopefully they'll spruce that up because this is three four threes. This is three four three's first main venture into PC, and they gotta nail it. Um, they want to make this accessible to everyone, so please work. Um, yeah. And that, I guess that wraps up my thoughts on Halo Infinite. I'm super happy for everyone that got to play it for real, <laughs> and I, yeah. I can't wait to play it. Hopefully, I get invited to the next one, and hopefully soon. I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, the second they dropped the PvP on that, I was just like, oh, man, now I have to go back to try playing other multiplayer games. And that's a good thing. That's what I wanted to take away from this. I was like, is it going to hold up? Is not going to be what I want it to be? And honestly, at least as far as gameplay is concerned, it seems like it's shaping up to be that. So uh, hopefully they can iron out some issues here and then uh, be on track for release this year. November is the rumor, if I if I my Reddit sources are correct. So, uh, you know, grain of salt there. Uh, but that's yeah, that's um that's it for Halo talk at least on my end. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm just super excited. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear you guys or have positive things to say about Halo. I don't have anything to say about Halo, but <laughs> I do have some stuff to say about our next game, which is another Xbox game. That's Flight Sim. Um, I don't know, Gaff, did you want to get us into this one? Yeah, so Flight Sim is a game I did play over the past week, and I love it. It's everything I expected it to be. Um, Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Most of it is what I expected it to be. Everything I've seen online for the past year since it released. Um, what I didn't expect was just how much of a PC port it really was. It really feels like the Xbox is just emulating uh, a PC because you still have Windows with a, a minimize and close icon. You still have like internal... Um, like... A client, an internal client that's checking for updates every time you boot up the game. Um, yeah, the game is seriously still designed for a mouse and keyboard. Um, so it's kind of annoying when you have to use um, a thumb a thumbstick. Um, oh, man, really? I thought it controlled so much better with the controller. I mean, like flying the plane itself is perfectly fine. Yeah, Navigating okay. the use is okay. the yeah. burdensome part. Yeah. Um, but that is like the only gripe I have with it. Everything else, like this game, 
whatever this game sets out to do, I love it. I love that the world is like perfectly replicated, you know, at a distance. Obviously, if you get down close to the floor, the illusion kind of falls apart. But <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, even even still, um, there are some places if you go down to the street level, like it's like, extremely distorted, but you can see like like I saw like a restaurant I go to. Um, I saw the sign there. So that was awesome. Um, of course, the first thing I did when I got the game was first uh, doing the tutorials, which is very important. Second thing I did was go visit my house. Um, yeah, it was there. Uh, took some time to get my bearings and uh, buy my house without much cheating, but I did it. I visited my city. I visited my university. I visited other parts of Canada. Um, I figured out how to do a takeoff and land. <laughs> I I figured out that if you set your departure in a parking garage, then you can do a cold startup. And if you do the if you make the checklist show, then it'll show you all the steps you need to start up your plane. And it feels really cool to check every box and see your plane like work as it's supposed to in real life. Uh, I felt I felt very rewarded for that. Um yeah, and it just looks beautiful. The clouds and the weather and the lighting is, is fantastic because you can set it to live weather or you can make it any kind of preset you want. Um, the interior of the plane is so cool. Like almost every button and and dial does something or shows a useful piece of information as it should. Um, I've only really done, sorry, I've only really been in two planes. The Cessna, which is the kind of plane that even in real life is what you used to learn how to fly with. Um, yeah, I, I love this game and I want to get good at this game so bad. I can't wait to go to Tokyo um, on like an airliner and like do the, do the whole trip. I love it. Yeah, so I go ahead. I, I've enjoyed what I've played. I haven't, I only did a few flights. But man, it is beautiful, and just what the game does is absolutely incredible. Um, I was flying around New York, be cool, and then I tried some of the tutorials out, and I crashed uh, outside of Sedona. <laughs> that was that was cool. Um, I, I can't land, that's for sure. Um, I can kind of take off. It 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 was it, it went okay. Um, I didn't crash immediately um but yeah i am definitely at some point i'm gonna sit down and just like uh on a weekend or something like that once i have a few days off or something and just figure it out just just figure everything out just delve delve right in and learn how to fly one thing i did i was curious about there's no there's no like cooperative play is there there is there's co-op you can uh, be in the same world with other players. I, it's kind of funny, but it's possible. I was trying to get it to work <laughs> with my brother because uh, we both tried it out. We're like, hey, let's go fly. I don't know. Let's go fly for in, like in Giza and let's go fly to Tokyo and those kind of things. So we did. He actually got a better hang of like the actual flying because he spent like a good amount of time in the tutorials. Uh, and I'm gonna go through, and I'm I'm determined to learn how to do that and, and fly because 
I just want to go exploring, man. They do such a great job at like, especially with the ones like the city updates that they have. It's just so beautiful. Like some of, uh, it's amazing to see the level of detail they get into. Um, and like the Tokyo tower is, is what I like around where one of my first discovery flights was, you know, um, I, I crashed almost everywhere that I went. Sure. I did land. I think I landed right by my house. I successfully landed once the whole time I was playing. Um, so that's progress, right? Um, so I started off, I think I started off. So I think it was like before the halo came out. Uh, cause obviously when halo came out, I didn't, all my free time went towards that. Uh, but I'm excited to get back to it now. Uh, and, and definitely my weekend was the tale of two flights, uh, <laughs> pun intended, but I feel it was, it was a great weekend, especially cause that's how I started it off. And I think though, like not many games, uh, I want to actually go and do tutorials for, right. So the fact that they go in such depth of like what you need to learn and how they do it. One on a controller is really fucking difficult. Um, just because I don't know, I need to turn the trigger sensitivity down or something, uh, or the stick sensitivity up or down or some something like that. Because it just felt like I was always overcorrecting and like jerking the plane around. Like, you gotta be gentle. Gotta I know, I know. You have to use the 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 triggers, you know, so the the flap or whatever, you know. But now, were, you, were you guys flying primarily flying in third or first person? Um, first, I would do both. Sometimes I would use first person to so I could match up with the horizon, so I could level out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would do third person because it's easier to read the dials and the information there. I like third person because I can see around the plane yeah and that's it all, all the beauty i th- i think that's where i'm gonna stick after i like maybe when i'm taking off and when i'm getting ready to land i'll probably be first person and then once we get a cruising altitude i imagine that's probably the best way to do it is to go to third person at that point because you're just you're you're kind of almost on autopilot at that point so um yeah. That is probably going to be the way I play it. We should definitely try to try to get in the same world, though, because it seems like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, definitely. Crash into each other? Is there combat? Yeah. I'm, there's, there's no combat. <laughs> no guns. Crimson skies for that, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Top Gun, right? It, that's the next big thing for uh, Flight Sailor? Yep. yep. Jets. Gets in supposedly aircraft carriers. Yeah. They they just released a new model of plane. I saw it on my feed or whatever. It's like yeah. a biplane, I think. So yeah, with uh, you can land on water. Yeah, that looks kind of cool. I'm excited th- to jump back in, man. Go ahead. One thing with flight sim is do not neglect the marketplace, um, because the modding community for this game is like kind of what keeps it is it, it gives it that special touch. A lot of fans they're building like their own planes and airports and other pieces of scenery that on 
if you find the, the correct ones, they're even better than um, Asobos, like own default planes. Hmm. And you do got to pay a premium for them, sure. but you get what you pay for. And for people that actually really care about flight sims, they're worth it. So to each their own. Um, yeah, man. Another thing I'll say is I can easily see how a lot of people could get bored with this game. This game is definitely not for everyone. Um, a lot of people will explore like some really famous places and then uh, leave the game alone. That's totally fine. Um, that'd probably be your case, Sam. <laughs> yes. Um, for me, um, besides the fact that I want to get good at it, I want to learn all the different planes, I think I'll, I think I'll pop it on just to like chill and just fly around and kill a quick 20 minutes or so. I can see that being my relaxing game. Good podcast game. Listen to podcasts. Yeah, because you don't have to touch the controls um, at all times. So like, I'll even find myself like setting a heading and then I'll like go quickly browse my phone on my computer and just like ever so slightly touch my thumbstick just to make sure I'm not like going up or down. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's a really cool background game. Uh, the only downside is that quick resume doesn't seem to be working for it. So I have to, I have to reload it every time I click a new app. It's but, a um, pretty lofty game though. So I don't know, maybe there's something with that. So yeah, I don't, I would not blame anyone for calling this game boring. Um, it can definitely be boring for a lot of people if flight isn't like their passion. But thankfully for me, I think it's something I'm really interested in. So I'm, I'm definitely going to stick with this game for a while. Yeah, we should do like a progress check to see how our skills are coming along next week. Maybe that'd be kind of fun. Who's the best pilot? Mm. Yeah. Somehow I feel like, somehow I feel like it's gonna be uh, Gaff for some reason. What if I practice? I'm, I'm, you know, that's that's awesome, dude. I just I've always just, been you told know. practice makes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unless you're Enough on a controller about... and it's super hard and not like a flight stick. <laughs> Enough about flight sim. Unless somebody brings it up in the main topic, that is. Speaking of which, our main topic of the day, which I don't even know if either of you saw this ahead of time, but the main topic of today is changes that made video game franchises worse. And I put Ooh. an example on the sheet. I'm actually not... That's not the example I'm going to use, actually. Um, the, what I am going to use. Uh, real quick, Gaff, sorry. What's that? Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Gaff. Uh, the reason why your quicker zoom might not work, Ark was saying, is that it has to connect to Azure servers, and that might be why it has to like reopen every time and connect. Just, just as a, cor a little correction, there, but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> yeah. the power of flight, Sam. You know, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. You had a, a lovely. It looked like Batman. For audio listeners, I am holding up a copy of Lego Batman 
video game and Gaff is leaving. He hates this game. <laughs> he, he just says the Batman. He does not like it. But I am holding Lego Batman the video game. PlayStation 2 version. The greatest hits. Damn right it is a greatest hits. First of all, this is a completely different topic. This is probably <laughs> one of the most under fucking rated Lego games out there. Nobody ever seems to be talking about how great of a game this is everybody's like lego marvel lego star wars yeah they're great and they are better than this one but this is a <laughs> brilliant game yeah and how it connects to this topic changes that made video game franchises worse in my opinion in my opinion so it's actually not this game that made the franchise worse i will say that it is the sequel to this here game oh. that ruined, not ruined, but made Lego games just another little animated style game, you know? They're, they're no longer uniquely Lego because now they fucking talk. Because Lego Batman 2 decided <laughs> to introduce <laughs> fucking talking Lego minifigures. Oh, and man. you know what? The world, the world has never been the same okay Lego games <laughs> have never been as but i well god i shouldn't say that because my favorite one is voiced but what still what i would say overall man i i tend to agree because they had a certain charm when when it was yes when it was like chittering right they didn't really do much of like any dialogue but it was you you kind of got what they, they were to, saying contextually like yeah they had to be creative with all the cutscenes and like uh yeah they had to be creative and it, yeah it was just it had so Don't much just, charm to it when when they didn't just like talk uh um, and for some of the games right like what was it lego star wars maybe the most recent one i think was was it the force awakens was the most recent one for Lego Star Wars, recent that is the most recent Lego Star Wars game. Yes, I think they just ripped because... audio from the movie. Like, yeah, they did that for Lego Jurassic World. So, Jurassic yes, so, and Lego Avengers. So Lego Lord of the Rings was the first one to do that, and they it, use they just straight up yeah use the dialogue from the. I don't movies. know. It just um, feels tonally off when they do that, man. I don't but, know why. Yeah, I, God, I just really loved when like characters and cutscenes would just have to do the most ridiculous shit to get the point yeah. across it yeah. was hilarious and that's what makes lego star wars so good unfortunately my favorite lego game is lego marvel um superheroes the first one um which they do talk in that game but, but it's different right as as a whole i think lego games are worse off since introducing uh uh, speaking characters um and i it upsets me that they haven't made any like that don't have speaking characters like it'd be cool to, if you want to make a lord lego lord of the rings yeah you have the mo if you use the movie dialogue then that's pretty cool too but like if you're making like fucking lego dc superheroes villains whatever you don't need the dialogue just just have them do stupid shit in the cutscenes it's better <laughs> has more charm 
I miss it. So the the only one I disagree with that would be would in fact be the supervillains one, um, just for the iconic like one the Joker voice, uh, for the voices in there and what they do because they they do have some funny quips. This has the Joker. But I'll tell you what. And he doesn't talk. I I haven't laughed as hard as I have since playing like the original Lego Batman in any Lego game. So I'll give you that. Uh, they and I think uh, Pirates of the Caribbean did the same thing. They didn't have the like I don't I don't think it was voiced all the way. I think they had maybe clips of it, but like the rest of the no, time they were acting Lego it Pirates, out, right? It was not voiced at all. Okay. Uh, from what like, I remember, that was funny too, especially like the dinner scene. Uh, that I don't know. There's you were right. I I feel like you're right in in almost all those cases. So. Yeah. The biggest Bummer. travesty in video game history right there. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you haven't played Lego Batman, um, get a PlayStation 2. Or uh, sure it's on an Xbox console of some sort, maybe. Back compat um, for 360, if I'm right. And you know what? It's on PC. D- is the PC port any good on like fucking Windows 10? Probably not, but... Passable. This is a hit. Yeah. Look at that. Greatest hits. PlayStation 2. Lego Batman. The video game. He, pl- uh, he, plays, he, he plays the villains. It's fucking great. Alright, who wants to go next? I'll go. Um, well, if you asked me this question before Halo Infinite released, I would have said Sprint for Halo. Um, the addition of Sprint and I guess armor abilities in general really changed up the Halo formula in a way that not everyone was welcoming. Um, yeah, in Halo Reach, they introduced sprints and camo and armor lock uh, being like something you activate after a cooldown. Um, and those kind of just made gameplay less fun. I mean, it's debatable. You'll have like defenders, but I think it was an unwelcome change. Um, having the kind of fixed sprint in Halo 5, in my opinion, but still, like I mentioned earlier, it kind of ruined map design. Um, but I, can, I guess this, this complaint isn't so accurate now with Halo Infinite. So my suggestion, sorry, my pick for this topic will be EXP sharing Pokemon. Oh, um, yes. Breach. <laughs> um... It started out being okay uh, because if you equip it to one Pokemon, then that Pokemon would always get experience after battle. It'd be like half of it. Um, then later down the line, um, they changed it to giving EXP to every member of your party. And also, I, I think you couldn't turn it off in Sun and Moon. Um, so the point is that it just made the game super super easy because your pokemon would be super over leveled and there'd be no challenge whatsoever um correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if you can turn it off but so a lot of people don't even know you can turn it off and so the way the way it progressed it, was that they had one they had it where you could equip one right and then that one would share it uh and i don't even think they had that in the unit like uh og uh 150 maybe they did I could be wrong. No, I, I, like Ruby Sapphire. Yeah. Uh, and then 
um, they moved it to where I think it was Sun and Moon, uh, where they did have it for the whole party. But you did have to have the item, or or maybe it was like a couple Pokemon. I, I can't remember exactly, but you did have to have the item. Now it's just every Pokemon in your party gets a share of the experience. And I, I don't think it was, in Sun and Moon it was a split, like where it was less. And now it's like all of them kind of gain, in Sword and Shield, like all of them gain a reasonable amount of experience. Uh, it's barely, barely negligible less. And I just don't, I don't know. A lot of people think it's a quality uh, quality of life thing, but like you said, having that whole option to turn it off in Sword and Shield, which it wasn't an option to turn it off. Uh, kind of a bummer, but yeah. David, what's yours? Uh, this is a hard one for me. Because uh, in general, I do like the advancement of a lot of series and franchises where they go. Um I personally don't think, uh, and I know, like, I don't think Zelda should should have went to Breath of the Wild open world. I don't think, I think you could have put any other skin on that game and called it another game. That's just my take. I know it's like, I know there were Zelda trappings in there, like, thematically. I get that. But I still feel like there's nothing like, the the formula that they have and i still think it kind of works when it's semi-open world right where you still have the dedicated dungeons and items and things like that there's just something to that formula that was lost with this um and i guess maybe i could narrow it down to like micro dungeons versus actual like and maybe having the tool set versus like having dedicated items to progress through uh that was, in my opinion, like a change for the worst. But uh, I don't know what. What's your kind of thoughts on that, Stephen? This is not the controversial opinions topic. I hope you know that. God, I, I yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, no I don't know. I it just lost some of the charm, in my opinion, and the focus. Yeah, I can't speak much on it because I've only played one other Zelda game and, well, two others if you count the two hours I put into Skyward Sword. But uh, I I did really, really like the dungeons in Link's Awakening. Hmm. Um, But I also, I mean, I I liked the open world of of Breath of the Wild, so. That's why I kind of narrowed it down because there there were some really cool stuff like immersive things in the open world that i liked but like and i guess just maybe the way you progress in that and how you interact with the world was maybe a turn for me for the worst for me so yeah the whole it's it's all it's all big one it's all one big open dungeon yeah 900 something bullshit korok seeds that you end up getting a golden poop for at the end so Spoilers. You don't, don't have to get them. No, but you had to get the golden poop, dude, if you're like a real Zelda fan. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I'm not a real Zelda fan. No, and I guess I'm not either because I never bothered. Um, I did get all this. I did get, a, I want to say like 90% of the shrines in the main game. And then uh, I did, I think I stopped short of getting this the, the spin cycle or whatever the hell it's called uh in the dlc 
Just because also I didn't like how um, ambiguous, like they'd give you like a picture and you'd go to find it and then you'd go off of another picture to find the dungeon, like three different times. And then it was like, it's in this area that looks like 70 other areas around this area. Good luck. Hmm. Uh, so that was fun. Not uh, Go back to dungeons or at least maybe integrate them more so in this one. I'm okay with the item gating to an extent. And even, I think it was Link Between Worlds did it really well where they didn't have the item gating, but each one had its own theme around that item. So where you could just rent the item from the store and then choose the dungeons you wanted to go to at whatever uh, whatever path you wanted to do. And then obviously when you beat all of them, you get the final boss. I prefer that formula way more. But yeah. Hot take, I know. <laughs> all right well that was the main topic now it is time for everyone's favorite game show <sighs> sam's gaming i can't speak sam's gaming trivia episode, it's episode two. two can gaff defend his title or will steven bounce back from a rough outing Probably not. in episode one and come out on top i have five more questions somewhere. <laughs> I have five more questions. Where did my pencil go? Uh, the Ready. first, uh, the first of the first four, three of them have bonus points, and then uh, the the last one is list like kind of list as many of a certain thing as possible to try to catch you up. Right, 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 right. Um, Same formula, right? Poorly in the first four. So, are you both ready with your pens and papers? Yes. Hopefully I will be able to read them better than last time. I will be more um, legible. I have a pencil. Nice. Let me get a timer here. Or a stopwatch. Um, question number one. What was Mario originally known as? The bonus is what game did he first appear in with this name you have 30 seconds uh, now we're talking now we're talking trivia this is all some old man shit right up my alley mm-hmm easy oh my gaff you gotta know this okay five <laughs> <laughs> Four, three, two, one, zero. All right. Gap says plumber. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Oh, plumber man. is incorrect. <laughs> can you read mine? I hope I hope you uh, can. Steven says Jumpman. Uh, Donkey Kong. So you both did get the Donkey Kong right, but as we know, you have to get the base answer right yeah. to get the bonus point. So yeah. that is... I don't have a paper to write down the scores. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> get a tissue here. So that is two points to Steven. Zero points. Uh, I'll just... Yeah. 
I'll just uh, share some input from the chat here from Ark again. He says, Gaff, no, with one, two, three, four, five O's. Just for context. Oh, Thanks for the support, Eric. That <laughs> <laughs> fans. Hey, man, I am the points. underdog here, all right? Two to nothing. The underdog is on top after one question. But don't I'll worry. Probably, it's not going to last. I there guarantee. are four more to go, and I have a feeling Gaff's going to eat that Oh, last dude, one he's going to eat. He's going to eat right. the lunch. Question number two. Ocarina of Time has the highest metascore of all time. What game sits at number two on this <laughs> list? Ernest, for what platform is this score? Oh no. Oh no. I'm in trouble. I hate you. Have I, 30 seconds. This is Metacritic, right? Yes, Metacritic. Don't okay. Cheat, don't look it up. No, I, I don't have time. <laughs> I am do. It's pretty easy to find. Look, I I'm I'm just I'm just gonna throw one out here. And what's the bonus again? Sorry. What platform? Uh, what what for what platform is this score? Oh, for? this is bad. This means that I'm probably wrong initially. Whatever. Um, no one cares five, about second place. Four, three, two, one, <laughs> <Yes>. zero. <laughs> Nobody cares about second place. Answers All right. up. It's bad. Okay, I'm so wrong. I know I'm wrong. Half Life Two PC incorrect on both. Oh, accounts. I knew it. I knew, um, I knew it. Grand Theft Auto Four bonus PS Three. Oh shoot! I said four. Oh, okay, he said four. Oh, that cost you the victory. Just kidding. It wasn't that anyway. I believe Grand Theft Auto Five was number three on the list. Damn. Oh. Number, number two on the list belongs to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. What the fuck? The no way. No way. Tony Hawk's. Right, so, I I no love that points. game, but number two. No, no point. I, it had a ninety-eight. God damn. Uh, there were obviously there were several other games with ninety-eights, but that yeah. was listed as number that two. The number two. Best, best there, there were two video game outlets back then. Son. <laughs> two. What? Uh, game Informer and and uh, one basement. <laughs> Ted. From There were even less when Ocarina of Time came out, so I don't really... <laughs> All right, well, yeah. Uh, all right, number... Question number three. There is no bonus for this, because I just couldn't come up with a bonus for it. Um, Which is unfortunate for Gaff, because I'm sure he'll know this one. If he doesn't, he's a fake fan. He's a fake fan. What can I say? Uh -huh. In the Halo franchise, what is Cortana's AI serial number? Fuck you. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, it sounds like we have a fake fan. Fake Halo fan. <laughs> yeah. please, please never ask me trivia questions about Mass Effect because I will succumb under pressure and not know the answers. Uh, five, four, three... Two, one, zero. Answers up. <laughs> Gaff says seven. Polder says I can't see because he's holding it too high. Uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, surprisingly, neither of those were right. Oh, the wow. serial number is CTN 0452-9. What a shot across the bow. I definitely heard that being said in the games before. You hate to see it. All right. It is still 2-0, Steven. There is still plenty of opportunity for Gap to come back. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And we are headed to question number four, which is a fun question. <laughs> Ark says, I didn't even know AI serial numbers were a thing in Halo. See? <laughs> There's a fun question here. It's about Stega. What was the last video game console released by Sega? Bonus, what year did it release? 30 seconds. Mm. I'm gonna laugh because I'm pretty sure Gash is gonna come back on this last question. He probably is, yeah. Don't stop, stop giving me hope. You are, I'm pretty sure you are. We're gonna uh, right, own that headspace, up. man. I forgot to do a countdown. Time's up. Answer's up. Oh, we had the same year. That's funny. Okay, so you both said 1997 for the bonus. Gaff said Sega Saturn. And Steven said the Genesis. Oh, no! I did, not see, this, I, I did not see this coming, boys. Oh, no! I know what it is! This is a trick question, but neither of you even answered the answer that I expected you to answer. Yeah, I know what it is. I know what it is. Ark is screaming it in the chat what, already. What? What? what it's Dreamcast, man. Okay. Oh, no. so, so that <laughs> is the answer that I expected for oh. But it doesn't matter because you both you'd be incorrect anyway, because the that Dreamcast is the last console they released worldwide. The last is console it the... they released was called the Advanced Pikmobina. Wow, that's stupid. Only in Japan. <laughs> it was an educational video game console released in Japan in the year 2005. Oh, hey, uh, he's, does he, I, I don't know if that counts. Ark says, does he get a point? Nah, judges. No, he got it wrong anyway. It's not yeah. Dreamcast. He got, he got it wrong anyway. It's, it's the advanced Picobina. Dude, I'm just, nobody. But I, but I will say I was. <laughs> he says, I, what I, the I fuck, damn it. To, to be funny, but you. Damn it. I thought you both would say Dreamcast. Yeah, dude. Now, uh, right. We didn't even get it secondarily correct. We're just way off. We head to the final question with plenty of room for a comeback here, as, mm -hmm. as it is only two to nothing, Steven. I don't know if he gave himself enough uh enough of a pillow here no nope, whatever nope. the fuck your lead here cushion um, there you go because i'm not exactly sure how well he knows this franchise probably don't name i i'll give you um uh, i'll give you two minutes oh boy right 
to mm. write down, <laughs> write down as many games in the Assassin's Creed franchise. I got so, this. And you can oh. write down AC and then. Thank you. Okay, cool. Awesome. Don't, write down don't start yet, Gaff. I see you over there. Don't start yet. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, I oh, started, he already started. Oh. oh, my God. Okay, I here we go. And I will say, not not just mainline, not just mainline. You, you can you can put all those spinoffs and stuff. I told you, Gaff. I uh, told you, I did. It's gonna be chicken scratch. You got me, dude. You got me. Uh, um. I want it. See, I wanted to lull Steven into a false sense of security. Uh, I should just make this a recurring bit that I just write questions that only Gaff will know. <laughs> you have one minute remaining. Uh, it's always the subtitles that I, I choose to forget that are probably going to get me. Or the subheadings, I mean. Uh... Whoo, which one was the other one? Uh... I don't think that this is kind of a cheat. I don't think this one's going to be counted, but whatever. Um, you have 20 seconds remaining. I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to write it. You have 10 seconds remaining. Uh, Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Papers up. Hopefully you can, it's probably bad. Okay, we're going to go. We're going to go with uh, Steven here real quick. All right, so he has unity. That is correct. Obviously. Um, can you hold it up a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right here? Yeah, it should be good. Uh, okay, okay. Brotherhood, that is another one. Um, China Chronicles. Oh, it's so That's close. not right. That's it's not, not what right. it's called. It's, it's Chronicles China. It's Assassin's Creed. Oh, Chronicles my God. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You you have Valhalla. I'll give you that. Oh, man. And you have Rogue. Okay. You have the Ezio collection. That does not count. Oh, uh, um, well, you know. You have Libera Liberation. You have Liberations. Oh, um, liber Liberation. All right. Uh. Oh, one, two, okay. Uh, black flag, okay. Can you hold it up again? Sorry. And then origins, and Odyssey, okay. Oh, oh that looks. So, Stephen, you are good. Now I have to go to Gaff. So we have AC. We have yeah, AC there's two. a ton of spinoffs. We have. I see what you did. <laughs> what is ACB? Brotherhood. 
Okay, I need to make sure you know them. All right, what is ACR? Re uh, Revelations. Okay. I forgot that one. Um, I don't even know what the next one says. A... <laughs> oh, I thought it was just Assassin's Creed Chronicles, but I guess it's not. Oh, so no, that's incorrect. Okay. Um. Oh, and then ACL. Liberation. Okay. And then AC3, I see. And then AC4, Black Flag, obviously. And then what's ACR again? Rogue. Okay. ACU. Unity. Okay. ACS. Syndicate. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I knew I, I knew there was a more recent one. I forgot. ACO. Origins. Okay. Oh my god. And then AC Odyssey. <laughs> and then ACB. Valhalla. Okay. And then what the hell does the bottom say? Oh yeah. AC three. AC3... Okay, that doesn't count. Oh, <laughs> Remastered. Okay. Oh man. Okay. You know, I'm a little upset. No one said Freedom Cry. No one said. Okay, that was uh, good. Bloodlines. No one said Pirates. Okay. Um. Wait. No one said Identity. No one said Rebellion. Half of these games I didn't know about, so I don't blame <laughs> you. Um, okay. I think Gaff has it. No, I think you have it. The winner. With 13 <laughs> points. <laughs> is Gaff. What? Yeah, see? Really? He defends his Sam's trivia gaming trivia championship with 13 points. Steven came in with 12. It's because I missed number three and syndicate. Uh, and, and because you wrote China or you Yeah, and even though they, the, the words are all technically there, the words are all technically there. All right. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not really sorry. I kind of wrote that so that Gaff would win. Uh, I know uh, you did. Uh, <laughs> I almost made that question even harder. I was almost going to make it who are the main playable characters in each Assassin's Creed game. Oh, but... I could I could have done that. I think I would have gotten more on that one, to be honest. Winner, anyway. All right. Winner, chicken dinner. Enjoy your chicken. We'll return with more trivia um, in a few weeks when I host again. Um... <laughs> Or whenever I host. I'm getting know, that title back. Game and trivia. Uh, but for now, Gap holds on to his championship as title. Um, we, you don't win anything except our <laughs> respect. Yes. Um, at least my respect. You have my respect because you were able to answer my questions. Um, well, you were able to answer one question. Uh, just really well because I, answer <laughs> any of the other I hate these last you questions. Oh you man! You didn't even answer Dreamcast. Um, yeah, and it ruined my joke and <laughs> my question. But all right, uh, that is it. That is it. We are at the end of this episode. Episode nineteen. Next week is episode twenty. Um, that's kind of a big deal, I guess. Um, yeah, we'll do something. Oh. Uh, yeah. This has been. Episode 19 of X-Interact. If you enjoyed the show, please consider, us fo consider following us on Twitter. 
um, at X to interact. And then uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on all those lovely places that you listen to podcasts, um, like the podcast app on Apple, probably. Maybe. Be sure to I send your know. questions to the uh, email X to interact podcast yeah. at Gmail so we can yeah. we'll read them all live. So, yeah. Make sure you email us if you have any questions or feedback or just, I don't know, want to say, want to say hi. That would be nice. Um, Even if you want to hate on it, I'll take the hate too. Gmail.com. This has been Sam. This has been Steven. And it has been Gaff. We'll see you guys next week. Well, I don't know when Eric's returning. Yeah. But he will return at some point because, unlike I said at the top of sep- top of the episode, he is not, in fact, not dead. He um, was just – he went on a, a private flight to the moon. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yes. He'll be back. With Jeff Bezos. Yep. Um, <laughs> but we will see you next week. Peace out. Bye.